0: My name is Fitz and I'm the CEO of The Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly Builders Call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now on to today's lesson. The, uh, the training oftentimes comes from conversations I'm having uh, <laughs> conversations I'm having with people uh, throughout the week. And, uh, and I know that if it's a theme, if I'm having this conversation with several people, generally it means that uh, there's more than one person that needs to hear uh, that conversation. Uh, well, last week, uh, really talking uh, last week in Houston, when we were down there doing the boot camp. Uh, I mentioned a little bit and, and spoke and taught a little bit on momentum, uh, and so I wanted to kind of bring it back around here on this call and, and talk about momentum. Momentum is neither a positive nor a negative thing. It can be either one. Uh, it's in in and of itself, momentum is neutral, uh, but momentum is one of those things in our business that you fight like crazy to get and then, listen, you fight even harder to keep it. Um, If you, uh, I remember hearing Patrick Connors one time give a speech and he talked about how he built this business inconsistent. Uh, He was inconsistently building this business. He said, I was inconsistent, 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 which is, I mean, to me, I just cracked up because he was consistently inconsistent, but he was consistent. And I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe Patrick Connors, just his dry humor doesn't appeal to everybody, but I cracked up because he was inconsistent, inconsistent, inconsistent every day. Every day, he did work, right? Serious business. It's like they're trying to come through. (laughs) I'm going to put a mic over there just so y'all can hear it too. Um, (laughs) But momentum is a crazy thing. And if you are uh, driving your car uh, where you jam on the gas and then jam on the brake and then jam on the gas and jam on the brake, and you do that consistently, what you're going to do is you're going to burn out your car. Uh, You're going to kill your brakes. You're going to kill your engine. And any passengers you have in a car are going to throw up uh it's not gonna be a fun ride for anybody. And it's kind of the way it is in this business. If you it's it people ask me, would you would you rather fitz I go really hard for 30 days or just really consistent for a year? I say really consistent for a year. I would like to see the steady, 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 steady because when you're there, momentum takes on a life of its own. Um I also get asked quite a bit, how do you, Fitz, how do I get my spouse supportive and, and, and on board with what we're doing here? And how do I get my kids to and, you know, not, not hold on to me when I'm trying to leave to go make sales? And how do I, how do I, how do I, like all these things? Well, all those answers come from uh, building up momentum. And uh, a lot of you guys have heard me refer to this book before, uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Um, this is one of those uh, life-changing books for me. If you've not read this book, I encourage you to read it. If you've not read it lately, I encourage you to reread it. I will give you a warning. If you haven't read it and you're not a numbers person, um, <laughs> be aware that uh, <clears throat> he goes through a lot of numbers. Jim Collins is a statistician by 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 education uh, and by profession. He's a statistician. Uh, it looks at numbers. Uh, this book was uh, it has been uh, life changing for me. It's it's shaped. Uh, a lot of how I built my business and built my staff. Um, one of the things in this book that I learned was, you know, the the, the great companies. Well, I should say first, the good to great companies. Uh, Jim Collins observed uh, companies who made the, the jump from just being a good company to being a great company as compared uh, to others in their industry uh, and as compared to the market in general. Um, and um, anyway, he did that. And then what he, what he found from that was 11 different companies that... Um, see here found 11 different companies that he considered that made the leap from good to great Uh, and then he studied those 11 companies to look and see what trends what what uh what commonalities those 11 companies had Uh, and from that pulled out this book and said okay here's here's now the things that these good to great companies all have in common if you want to be a great company here's what you got to do as well uh that said and i learned from this uh when you bring people on staff you want to uh you want to um uh, bring people on board. Uh, you want to get the, the, the right people on the bus, the wrong people off the bus and the right people who are on the bus. You want to make sure they're in the right seat. So they actually look forward to coming to work every day. Um, that's um, being distracted here. There we go. Uh, that's a big deal. And I, I think if you asked everyone, uh, the people on our staff, if they're doing the exact job they were brought on to do now, no, the answer is no. Our staff has been here all uh, the, the the least, the least amount somebody's been on our staff is 10 years. And, and even she, you know, she, that's Leslie, She's, she does the finances here, but she even does things now that she wasn't doing when she first came on board. She wasn't necessarily hired to do. Uh, that's how we built our business. Um, another thing I love about good to great, and, and one of the things I learned was you don't necessarily, the, the good to great companies don't necessarily all have charismatic CEOs. What they do have, though, is CEOs who are good communicators. There's a big difference there. Uh, matter of fact, there was no indicator that a charismatic CEO made the company great uh, or even, uh, I mean, there was, there was none of that. It wasn't the sole reason the company went great if they did have a charismatic leader. It's really crazy. <laughs> uh, nobody give me a heads up about this. It's like, it's like the yard guys come when I'm teaching uh, on a builder's call and it's, now they're doing construction on a building. <laughs> anyway, so get the book. In the book, though. Uh, he talks about the hedgehog concept. And I won't dive too deep into the hedgehog concept today, uh, except to say, uh, to go from good to great requires a deep understanding of three intersecting circles into a simple crystalline concept called the hedgehog concept. Um, first circle is, what are you deeply passionate about? I've, I've talked to people over the years who've been working on their hedgehog concept. I've heard John Maxwell, uh, a popular author and speaker, talk about hedgehog concept. And this is the hedgehog concept is a lifelong journey of discovering your hedgehog concept. Uh, so these circles that you're that you're answering these questions to, I think it's good to have answers to these questions uh, and, and something to put in these circles. But uh, how exact yours needs to be right now. Um, It's, don't worry about getting, I've had people stop and go, I can't, I can't go make phone calls until I get my hedgehog concept down. No, (laughs) that's not why I'm teaching this. Uh, But first, what are you deeply passionate about? Uh, I'm deeply passionate about my family. I'm deeply passionate about uh, helping people build their own business. I really love it. I really love helping people become better versions of themselves. I like helping coach and, and mentor. I really love that. I'm really passionate about that. What are you passionate about? (laughs) <laughs> what drives your economic engine? What drives my economic engine is selling insurance. Selling insurance and teaching other people to sell insurance so I can make overrides. Like that's, that's what drives my economic engine. What drives your economic engine? And then what can you be the best in the world at? This is the circle I had the, the biggest challenge with myself. Still do. Uh, because best in the world means one out of seven billion in my mind because I'm a fairly literal person one out of 7 billion that's a, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning while drowning and getting eaten by a shark all at the same time a better chance of those things happening than than actually being the best in the world at something but i decided i could be the best in the world at being me and that's not the, that's not a cop out it's to say that i'm i it's, of course i can be the best in the world at being me nobody else can be me but me but part of that journey of becoming the best you is figuring out what you're great at figuring out what you're not great at a lot of self discovery um, you know, it's, it's been popular in, in the business world and, uh, among people who want to build a business, the, the self-help stuff like that's all these books and, and seminars they can go to. And, and, and a lot of that stuff is really has a real value to it. Some of it really doesn't. Uh, but without sounding hokey, it's like, okay, I want to perform at my peak, I, nonstop all the time. So it's going to require that I figure out what I'm good at and work in those things. And I got to figure out what I'm bad at and try to improve those things. Uh, while at the same time improving my strength so there's there 's what you can be the best in the world at really is going to reflect back to what you spend your time investing in last week in Houston, uh, I was asked the question what 's been my best reinvestment in this business? you know you make money and you reinvest that money to make more money what 's been the best reinvestment well it was in it was reinvesting in my initial investment of me you know, developing me H- if you met me twenty years ago, you might not have wanted to come on board <laughs> i was I was really brash. And uh, I mean, I had all kinds of confidence. I thought it was confidence, but I had nothing to back it up. So maybe it was just straight up arrogance. Uh, that's where I was 20 years ago. Um, and, and and who I am today, I think I'm still a lot of those things, uh, but um, but better, right? And so what can you be the best in the world at? You can be the best in the world at being you, which means you have to continually invest in you. Uh, and, and reinvest in you. It means you need to read. It means you need to listen to audios and go to seminars. You're on this call today. That's, that's something that's helping you become the best you. Uh, but where these three circles intersect, right there, that's called the hedgehog concept. Now, to develop momentum, you don't necessarily need to know your hedgehog concept. The flywheel. In Jim Collins' book, Good to great, he talks about the flywheel and the doom loop effects that 's the positive and the negative momentum that 's out there. Uh, this is a flywheel. You have small versions of this in your car. If you open up your hood and look for something that looks like this there 's your flywheel. Uh, a flywheel and this I think this was uh, this was taken from a, a a mill in Pittsburgh. The picture was you can see how big this thing is with the guy standing beside it you know this this thing is i don 't know is twenty feet across maybe and he 's six feet tall. Uh, weighs over fifty tons, uh, but uh, this this thing would drive the uh, would, would run all the machines in the uh, in the plant uh, in the mill uh, it, it creates the energy for all those things um, maybe sometimes you can see uh, uh, well i won 't get into all that i 'm starting to, starting to talk about things that i don 't necessarily know about, but here 's the thing you need to know about this flywheel it weighs a lot and it needs to get moving in order to for it to to get momentum momentum based uh according to, um, uh, physics, according to, to to the science out there says, well, the the formula for momentum is momentum is mass times velocity. Now we're insurance agents. We're not going to get off into the the science and math of all of that. Uh, and so some of the things I'm going to say aren't necessarily lining up with what the, 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 the physics people out there would say, I was about to say the physicians, but that's not right. That's a doctor. The physics, physics, people who do physics, I don't know what they're called. (laughs) Nerds. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, I come from a long line of nerds myself, but you got mass times velocity. So you need mass, uh, and, and you can think of it like weight, or if you're building your business, you can think of it like having 400 people turn in business in a month or having four. But, but the more mass you can create, the bigger the momentum you can actually have. Uh, and then velocity. That's, let's call that speed to, to kind of keep it in our simple uh, insurance agent lingo. So mass times speed, the faster uh, you're moving, The faster your team is moving, the faster uh, uh, your mass is moving, the greater the momentum can be. Well, in my mind, you can have negative momentum, right? Your your mass, well, mass, for our purposes, is never going to be a negative mass, but your speed, your velocity could be going backwards. So a positive times a negative ends up being a negative. That's where momentum ends up being negative. Your speed goes backwards. There's things that we can do that are actually taking us backwards. They're not moving us forwards. They're moving us backwards. We're, we're losing ground. There's things that we all do every day that cost us ground and cost us territory and cost us money. There's things we do every day. And so I look at this wheel and I think about this guy right there. And uh, one of the questions that people ask me a lot at conferences when I travel around, physicists, physicists <laughs> thanks, Dan, <laughs> The uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, that's the correct answer. I was just testing you. Uh, but people ask me a lot, wherever I go, Fitz, what's, what did you do? What's the one thing you did that, that got you where you are today? Well, where I am today is since I've been in the insurance business, I made over $18 million. That's where I am today. Uh, so there's not one thing I did to make $18 million. Um, that's... that's that, that, ridiculous you know and and I, I've heard it said by very successful people if you want to get where I'm going without doing what I've done that's offensive <laughs> it's offensive to think that you can't do what I did to get where I am like you, you have to do the things you have to do those things to get there so but here's the thing that there the one thing there's not one thing I mean, let's say Bob here is trying to push this flywheel on his own, and he can't do it because it weighs 50 tons, and it's, you know, 20 feet across. Well, he may get his, his friend Jim to join him, and, and there's Mary. And, and, and now a whole bunch of people are starting to push on this thing and move, and they have 999 people pushing on this thing, and they finally add the last one. Old Johnny steps up, and Johnny pushes on this, and now, now, now the wheel starts to move. And people say, well, what's the one thing that made that wheel move? Was it one person that made that wheel move? No, it was a 1,000. If you didn't have all 1,000, the wheel wouldn't have moved. Was it Johnny, the 1,000th the person that made it move, or was it the first person? It was all of them. It takes all of that to make this flywheel move. But here's the interesting thing about physics. Here's the interesting thing about momentum. This wheel, when you get it to start turning, it's got a weight to it, and that weight will help carry it around. So once you get the weight moving, the weight will keep it moving to an extent it won't keep it moving indefinitely but it keeps it moving and so what we see both in this business metaphorically and 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 in this flywheel is you get the flywheel moving and now it's moving, moving 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 faster 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 what could happen now is you can respond to it in a number of ways you could you could uh stop pushing so hard right and, 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 and it's, and it's going to keep moving just as fast as it is because it's got its, mo- it's, got its momentum going. It's got mass. It's got velocity. It's going to keep moving around. And, and you just kind of keep applying pressure to it to keep it moving. But you really don't have to work as hard to keep it moving anymore. Some people do that in their business. They, they get it up and running. And, they, and, and listen, nobody's knocking you for that. That's, that's, a, that's, that's an ideal situation to be in where you work really hard to get the momentum going in your business. And now all you got to do is just kind of barely keep pushing and the momentum stays strong. That's a viable response to getting momentum going. Uh, you could stop pushing altogether. I think that's a bad move if you want it to keep going because eventually, eventually it's going to stop. Eventually the mass times velocity, you know, it's, it's going to start slowing and slowing and slowing. Now that momentum goes away and now you've got to work hard to get it going again. So there's two options of what you could do. If you guys could sit in my office right now and listen to the construction going on right here, you'd be really impressed with how focused I am on this teaching. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) What you could also do is, and, and we all do this too. We get that momentum going. We get that flywheel rolling and we jump on the other side of it and stop it. We do it. We all do it. We stop it. Why do we get something going only to stop it? Why are we doing that? And I'm not saying you, I do it too. All the time, all the time. I kill my own momentum. I do it all the time. So, How and why? What's making all of that happen? Well, that's what Jim Collins teaches. One of the things he teaches in the book is about this flywheel and doom loop effect, the positive and negative momentums that are out there. So look at this. Okay, to get the flywheel moving, to get that positive momentum going, you need to take a step forward consistent with your hedgehog concept. Now, for this conversation, just take the hedgehog concept out of your mind for a second and just assume that what you're trying to do here is sell insurance and build a business. Okay, so you need to take steps forward consistent with selling insurance or hiring somebody or, or building the business, right? You think I'm in the life insurance world. I work with the Alliance, with the Fitz Group, right? So there's, there's, there's this. This is what I'm doing. I need to take a step forward to move this forward. What could that be? Well, it could be you run an ad. You run an ad to get people to respond and do interviews or uh, you make a phone call. You pick up the phone and call a lead, Right. Or you're calling um, you're calling referrals, calling list of names. You're taking a step forward consistent with what you're supposed to be doing. Now, here's a step forward that's inconsistent with what you're supposed to be doing. You coach little league for your for your kids. That's not a step forward in, in building this business that's that's a distraction now if you want to be a major league coach and you've got to get started by coaching baseball for kids and and hopefully one day it, it turns into something if that's what your focus is well that's what you should do right I, I don't lead scout troops I don't coach soccer teams I, I you know that takes time away from the things I need to be doing the steps I need to be taking forward consistent with what I'm supposed to be doing Right? I, I could change all the light bulbs in my house. I could take out the trash. When I'm supposed to be making phone calls, there's a thousand things I could be doing. And oftentimes those things seem really appealing because I don't particularly like the phone myself. And so I could take, I could do those things and that would keep me from taking steps forward. So that could keep me from building momentum. But let's say you do take a step forward. You do make a phone call, all right? Well, that leads to an accumulation of visible results. I'm putting this in our terms. If, if you're making phone calls, Take out your handy-dandy little pen. Take out your activity book and, and just do the tick marks. One, two, three, four, slash. That's five. It's easier to count that way. One, two, three, four, slash. Five. One, two, three, four, slash. That's five. That way you can count it up. See, it's an accumulation of visible results with the dials. Well, those dials are turning into appointments. Well, that's, that's an accumulation of appointments, accumulation of, of apps, an accumulation of, of premium uh, being issued, accumulation of, of uh, deposits into your bank account right? I could, I could be running ads and doing interviews, tick mark, tick mark, tick mark for interviews. I'm doing the interviews, doing the interviews. One, two, three, four, slash, that's five. One, two, three, four, slash, that's five. I can, I can do that. And that accumulates into visible results where now I look at all the interviews I've done. Look at all the sits I've done. Look at all the fast tracks I've done. Look at all the people I've hired. Look at all the first apps I've gotten. Look at all the third apps, fifth apps, 10th apps I've gotten. Accumulation of visible results. That that comes when you're taking steps forward. Now I will tell you this that <clears throat> you, can, you, you can be misled by accumulation of visible results in the wrong avenue. You take steps for like we said earlier, a, a step forward consistent with what you're supposed to be doing here is not coaching little league, but you do coach little league, and there's there's one practice, there's two practices, there's a game, you gotta win. You could be accumulating visible results that aren't part of what you're supposed to be doing. Be aware of that. It's going to keep you from the momentum that you're so, so, so desperately fighting for here. Well, accumulation of visible results leads up to people leads to people getting lined up, energized by results. Again, people ask me all the time, "How do I get my wife involved in this business? How do I get her?" And, and a lot of times, men are asking me that because they want their wife to be a secretary. My wife has never been my secretary. I don't know how to do that. I can't. I can't make that happen. If you figure that out, that out, you can make a, a bajillion dollars teaching men how to make their wives into sec- their secretaries. I, 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 I mean, men would want to know that. Um, I, I don't, I don't actually want to know it. I'm happy with what my wife does, but I will say this. Heather got fired up when we went to Hawaii on our first awards trip. She got fired up and went to Bermuda on our second awards trip. It was actually at that second awards trip that she said, I, I you know, you know, honey, I should quit my job and come help you build this business. She got lined up because accumulation of visible results. I was making the dials. I was booking the appointments. I was making the sales. I was getting the business issued. I was running the ads. I was doing the interviews. I was getting people contracted and getting them selling. And that's why I was winning the award trips. <laughs> so we were getting money in our bank account and going on all expense paid once in a lifetime trips. And she got fired up about that. I'm telling you, it's it's. I remember winning winning just does all kinds of things. It builds all kinds of momentum winning does. There's no, there's no unifier like success. And and I know he plays for the Cowboys now. We're all supposed to love him here in Dallas, but Ezekiel Elliott, when he played at Ohio State as a running back, I distinctly remember, and I've said this a number of times, but I distinctly remember the ESPN uh, uh interview they did with him, and they had just lost a game. And he said, and they said, why do you think you lost? And he said, I don't know what these coaches are doing. If they just give me the ball, I'm a I'm a run, I'm a I'm going to get yards, I'm going to get touchdowns. I don't know. don't know why they don't listen to me. And I am sitting there going, Because Urban Meyer's getting paid $10 million a year to not listen to you. He's getting paid $10 million a year because he's won national championships before you even thought of. That's why. But but it just showed, like, they broke their undefeated streak, and now all of a sudden dissension happened. Success breeds success. There's no unifier like success. Everybody's best friends when everybody's winning. So, if you if you want that effect happening in your household, maybe your spouse, maybe your kids, maybe your neighbors, maybe your parents, whatever, are not fully supportive of what you're doing, go out there and take steps forward consistent with your hedgehog concept. Get an accumulation of visible results. People are going to get lined up by it and energized by the results, and the flywheel builds momentum, and we keep right back around flywheel builds momentum. You keep taking steps forward. You get into the habits. You get into the discipline of, hey, it's Sunday. I'm supposed to make my dials or whatever your dial day is. Hey, it's Tuesday morning. I'm supposed to be at the, uh, on the TFG hotspot. Uh, and, then, and then I'm making dials with everybody. And I'm, I'm supposed to go to this. I'm, I'm supposed to do that. Like the more consistent you get with that, the more accumulation of visible results you get. Coaching people right now is fun. People who are making tons of dials every week, I love talking to them. You know why? Because they're taking steps forward consistent with the hedgehog concept. They're seeing the accumulation of visible results. I wish I was making more money. I wish you were making more money too. We both win when you make more money, you understand. (laughs) But here's what I know, that when you take steps forward consistent with your hedgehog concept and and that leads to accumulation of visible results, people are going to get lined up and energized by the results. You know who is number one on that list? You you're going to get energized by the results. You're going to get fired up about it, and you're going to want to take more steps forward consistent with the hedgehog concept. This is how you have momentum that is positive, and it takes, starts taking on a life of its own. If you're doing this on the sales side, it's crazy how this works, but I promise you, if you're doing this momentum building on the, on the building side, when you start seeing this, these same characteristics playing out in your team, When you start seeing leaders, I mean, I don't know if you acknowledge this or not or recognize it or not, but we were going through the the team leaderboards earlier. Most of those records are being broke by the Alleman organization. Most of those 12-month records were in the Alleman organization. Guess who's got crazy momentum right now? The Alleman organization. Why do they have that crazy momentum? I'm going to tell you a secret. They're taking steps forward consistent with what they're supposed to be doing. We asked Mike during the, when he was reporting the numbers for the week. I said, Mike, suddenly your interviews are up. Suddenly your sits are up. Suddenly your fast tracks are up. This has just been over the last few weeks. Suddenly like you're at a different world, a different level. What happened? He said, we made some tweaks to our ads. That's consistent with what they're supposed to be doing. We, we're, we're running more ads. That's consistent with what they're supposed to be doing. See, and the accumulation, see how it's playing out the accumulation of visible results? And people are getting lined up and energized by it. People on the team are starting to see it go, I want to do that too. Did you see this week on the numbers reporting? How many people were re- reporting big numbers, interviews booked in the Alleman organization? <sighs> I don't want to hear the Alleman organization name anymore. I'm so sick of hearing about it. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. That's, I'm voicing it for some of you guys. Well, take more steps forward consistent with what you're supposed to be doing. You're going to get that accumulation of visible results and you're going to get energized by it. Your team's going to get energized by it. Your your wife or husband's going to get energized by it. Your kids, your mama, your dog, your sister, your brother, your neighbor. Everybody's going to get fired up about it and you won't be able to stop the momentum. I promise. It's the craziest thing. Why am I talking about this right now? One of the big reasons is we're coming up on the holidays. We're coming up on the holidays. And so, so what some people do during the holidays in our business is they don't work as much. you got that freedom. You don't have a job here. You're a 1099 contractor. Do what you want to do. Work as hard as you want to work. <laughs> but just understand that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If you choose to do something, it will negatively, like if you choose to take off the holidays, it's going to negatively affect you. Taking off, when you're, when you're commission only and you take time off, that's a step forward that's, that's inconsistent. <laughs> with what you're supposed to be doing. You can't take off Christmas month. Thanksgiving is one day, not 15 days. You take off those times and it will affect. It's going to affect your accumulation of visible results. People aren't going to get energized by it because you're not making as much money. And the momentum starts slowing down. You're actually slowing the wheel down. Am I saying don't take time for Thanksgiving and, and the holiday? No, I'm not saying don't take time. I'm saying don't take too much time. Because it's going to kill the momentum you got going. And real quick, I'm going to finish up with this doom loop effect. Disappointing results. Negative momentum starts when you get disappointing results. Negative momentum starts when you get disappointing results. And here's the thing. Everybody gets disappointing results. Everybody. I mean, everybody. Did I show you my numbers earlier? I had three interviews booked last week. That's a disappointing result for me disappointing result. I was disappointed by that. Three interviews booked last week. Had some booked that canceled That I didn't count those. Like a disappointing result. Everybody has them. The trick is how you respond to them. When you're creating negative momentum, when things are going backwards, you're taking a disappointing, you get a disappointing result. You start reacting without understanding. This is where you don't get advice. Uh, you don't think critically about what you're doing. It, it, a lot of times, um, I'll see this happen where somebody's getting disappointing personal production results and they hear a conference call about this new phone script and they'll just change phone scripts. You know, oftentimes it's not your phone script. Most of the time, if you're not seeing the sales that you want to make, most of the time it's not something big like a phone script. Most of the time it's something small, like you're not making enough dials or uh, when they say hello, you don't sound happy, right? Like, so react with understanding changes everything but we see this play out in sports. I mean, we, we see, I see, I'm, I'm a college basketball fan. I went to UNC. I'm a Tar Heel. I, I see it every year. If we have a, if we have a loss against a team that we shouldn't have lost, immediately the alumni are telling us we should fire the hall of fame head coach that we have because we lost to Duke. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. We lost to Duke. We should fire the coach. You see, I see it in Texas football, the, 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 the uh, university of Texas. If, if they lose to Oklahoma, uh, in a football game, oh my gosh. I mean, everybody's calling for that coach to get fired. And, and matter of fact, you can have a horrible coach at Texas, a horrible coach, terrible, terrible record, and wins against Oklahoma, he gets another year of, of job for sure. <laughs> people are crazy. But reacting without understanding leads to a new direction, a new program, a new leader, a new event, a new fad, or new acquisition. We see it all the time in college sports, see it all the time when people are just you know, hey, we had a losing season. We're going to fire the coach. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was the previous coach that limited the number of scholarships your team could get. And just like that, you can't recruit the top talent that you're looking to recruit. We see it in this business where people hear the latest and greatest thing and they immediately adopt it without thinking about anything. But what does that do? It leads to more disappointing results. No build up. No accumulated momentum. Cycles back around. You continue getting disappointing results. And disappointing results lead to reaction without understanding, which lead, again, to more changes that that doesn't build up and no accumulated momentum and leads to more disappointing results. Listen, the way you stop negative momentum, if you've got negative momentum happening in your business right now, in your life right now, the way you stop it is respond and react with understanding. The way you get that understanding is by talking to counselors, talking to people that, that are where you want to be, and can tell you how to get through it and tell you the things that need to be tweaked. And I'm telling you, I would love to be that one of the counselors that you have. I don't think I should be the only one, but I think I'd like to be a big one of them. I want to help. I've been there. I've done that. Most of the situations, either I've either, either experienced it myself or I've seen it be experienced. I've witnessed other people going through it. I can help you react with understanding and get things back on track. This is negative momentum. You stay in this loop and you're dead. Now here's the thing, all of us are in this loop every day. If you're doing anything, at some point you're gonna get disappointing results. So there's, every day, there's the opportunity to reverse your positive momentum and start going the other way. Every day you have that opportunity. Every day you also have the opportunity to react with understanding and do things differently. With understanding, okay. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfitz.com. That's time with F-I-T-Z.com, to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The fits Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.